Today on episode 40 of the Home of Play podcast, our reaction to the video game awards, Sony purchases Crunchyroll, Cyberpunk, 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 all that and more. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to episode 40 of the Home of Play podcast, where every Monday, the three best friends join forces to give you all the latest in PlayStation rumors, news, reviews, and that is because we are the true PlayStation fans. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, I'm joined by the king of platinum trophies himself, Christopher. Hello, hello. As well as Christopher, we also have, yet again, the 60 frames of Curtis. Aloha. The Home of Play podcast is a self-supported podcast. We don't include any of that bias or paid-for opinion stuff you don't need here. Because of this, this allows us to bring you the PlayStation news you need or want to know. All of our content is free for you to enjoy at your leisure. We only ask that you help support the show by visiting our YouTube channel, which can be found by searching The Home of Play Podcast. Once there, feel free to hit the subscribe button, maybe giving us a like on the video if the spirit moves you, winky wink face. If you're already hearing our beautiful voices by the magic of our YouTube channel, then guess what? We are a podcast. Podcast. And that means you can find us on all your favorite podcast services of choice, such as Spotify, Apple, or Amazon. And guess what? Recently, I found out we're finally on Google. Every month we are growing, it's all because you lovely gaming homies helping to spread the cause through the power of word of mouth. If you have any comments, questions, or complaints, I want to hear from you. Please leave any of those on our YouTube videos, and then we can read your questions on the show or alone in private while we discuss our cyberpunk impressions. Today's episode, we have four news articles. But first, as always, let's begin with what we've been up to this last week. And we're going to start with Curtis. What have you been up to, Curtis? Not a hell of a lot. Um, finally got myself a video card so I can actually play games again because I still don't have a PlayStation because there's still a lot of stock. But just still piddling away at uh, Valhalla a little bit. And uh, I did get started in Cyberpunk. Didn't get very far, you basically. Sorry. You... Sorry, uh, you did get some experiences, though, now, little tidbits of different games with your new video card. Uh, how's that been? Basically, the best. The, the only <laughs> thing that I can say, like, I went back, I played some Control, a game that I wanted to play for a long time, but I figured, eh, I might as well wait until I actually have a card that can really show what it can do, so that's been kind of nice. I went back to play Doom Eternal again, just to play some nice 4K 60 frames, because I cap it because i'm you know one of those guys but it's no it's nice it's nice to have even valhalla i'm able to run 4k 60 frames actual 4k not that fake stuff but, but don't forget we're not getting ray tracing <laughs> no unfortunately not if it did then it would run at like 20 frames because ubisoft optimization <laughs> is the best the best so yeah that's that's been that's been good that took away a good chunk of my time yesterday as my computer refused to boot. Nice. We, we love a good computer, no booty. PC How problems. How about you, Chris? What have you been doing? Uh, not much for me this week, actually. Uh, it was a full work week where I was actually in the office this week. So, um, And just because I wasn't feeling good the previous weeks, uh, I've been really tired <laughs> from going into the office. So I pretty much get home and just veg. Uh, apart from that, I don't think I did very much. I did a little bit of Genshin. There's even days where I skipped. I know, travesty. Oh, that that reminds me. We're uh, going to have to go right into a new segment. We're calling it Chris and the Mobile Minute. So go ahead with Genshin Impact. I don't really have much for it, though, in the Mobile <laughs> Minute. This it's isn't the best time to introduce this. It's the Mobile it's, Minute. Okay, got to sell it's it. Your first, it's your first episode of Mobile <laughs> Minute. <laughs> you guys got to play it. Don't spend money on it. I don't spend money on it. Apart from, I think I actually did get the Battle Pass, but 
it's I've enjoyed the game, I, all that kind of that's stuff. That's not so. as bad as like you know. I respect free to play games if they have battle passes. I yeah. re- I do respect that. Uh, it's not like you know, like we talk about all the time. The the can I love to kick down the street, Marvel's Avengers, where it's a battle pass for every single character on top of a seventy dollar game that I just paid yeah. for. Uh, other than that, I don't think I played any. I don't think I played anything else. I did put Cyberpunk on last night for the first like little bit. Uh, made my character, uh, did the prologue, but I'm sure we'll get into that a little bit more later. Um, surprisingly, because of the little amount that I played the game, I haven't run into any bugs, <laughs> but at least yeah. not, not that I've noticed anyway. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. How about yourself, Steve? Were I, you've been playing anything? Oh, I've been getting me deep. I owed Curtis some Demon Souls play. Uh, so I think, you know, I play those games a lot slower than the average person. I'm very cautious and I don't like dying. So I'm naturally opposed to the game's mechanics of killing me. And uh, so, yeah, I played a little bit of that. Very slow progress. But I, you know, I managed to kill like four more bosses this week. So I felt good about that. Um Definitely interesting this game. I never played it when it was on PS3. Um, so playing it now, it, it's so it's not like I, I it's like Dark Souls, obviously. Um, but there's so many differences, like little differences that I, that stick out to me. Like I find so far, I'm sure I might be regretting saying this, but bosses are definitely easier in this game than I find they have been in the Souls series. And then, but the levels are harder and I'm like, and apparently they're just getting harder from here. Like the ones I've been struggling with, everyone online is telling me that was just baby town. And <laughs> now I'm going into like junior high. Hmm. Yeah. Once you get into that prison level with all the different levels, ugh, you're going to have a good, you're going to have a good old time there. Yeah, I wish there was a Curtis to Sherpa me through. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm going to keep playing that. I'm really enjoying it. It's probably my high, like highest regarded game currently on the PS5 right now. Uh, wow, well, graphically, hands down, is the best, but I'm just really into it. Uh, I'm, some of the mechanics are dated. You know, I, I wish they were a little nicer about the equipment load. Uh, as soon as you're over 50% equipment load, there's only fast roll and slow roll, and 50% and over, you're slow, and 50 and under, you're fast. So it's like, okay. Um, I feel like they're all similar but i felt like in other souls series like it was nicer it'd be like 60 percent. i think you could and under you could still be fast but uh i thought dark souls one was like that it was a little better with its weight ratios so that you actually could have a higher a higher percentage and i thought it's still a fast roll yeah i think you're right i, I thought dark wrong. souls 3 wasn't that i thought it was kinder actually but i could be wrong like they again they all change up right like me and Chris, like Chris really likes Dark Souls 2 and I found the durability thing to just really break that game for me. Um, so I think everyone's got their favorite. You know, I like Dark Souls, or sorry, Bloodborne. I, well, you did do, I guess, Curtis, but... Uh, yeah. Either way, that was fun. Uh, other than that, I played a little more Spider-Man Remastered. Uh, I just love playing that game when I'm bored. It's just, it's always going to be like my junk food when I don't know what else to do. And then, yeah, it was a majority Demon Souls. And then just uh, I got to turn on Cyberpunk twice. So I played a little bit yesterday as soon as I could. And then I played a little bit before recording today. And basically, the first time I made my character uh, pick Street Kid, 
got into i'd say the first mission beyond your intro and which they all seem to go to anyway it's like a default mission and then i didn't like my character much i found out unfortunately that you can't uh change your appearance after you finalize like there's no hairdresser or barbershop or tattoo artist like once you pick your look you're there forever unless they patch it out later i don't know but currently that's kind of disappointing it seems like a basic you know like valhalla like you can change your hair and tattoos and beard and everything like anytime you want basically uh so it just seems like a weird thing and then uh so today uh restarted this time i picked corpo and i think i'm enjoying that intro more but again at least from what I've experienced, I'm no, like, by no stretch of the imagination am I professional at this game yet. You know, I've only put in tops three hours, maybe four. And so, but I've played two of the intros, and I mean, I just feel like they really revved up these intros, and they're legitimately, like, 20 minutes long. Uh, and then it just seems to take you to the same point, and you start in the same place no matter what you pick for your intro. You know, it's just how you meet characters might be a, a smidge different, but uh, I don't know. It doesn't seem like that different. Uh, so I'm interested to see later if it really mattered at all or if they, it was just kind of a gimmick. Um, but yeah, I touched on a little bit of that. Other than that, that is all I've been doing this week. So that's everything we've been up to this week. Uh, enough of that. We got a lot of thick articles, not a lot of total articles, but I want to use Chris's words, very thick, in-depth, uh, detailed ones. So let's start with number one. So yeah, we had the Game Awards yesterday evening. Did you guys watch any of it or clips of it? I watched some of it. I kept bouncing in and out um, <laughs> if they were talking about something that mattered to me. Uh, it was kind of nice though. I'd hit pause and then YouTube would let me just like fast forward through the filler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, there's definitely filler, but they obviously need it, right? They, to, you know, be able to afford to make the whole event, right? Oh, for sure. Okay. So I'll do some of the highlights. Um, best art direction went to Ghost of Tsushima, which that was very nice to see. Uh, best score and music winner. I know Steve will have something to say about this one. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> Did you're you want to add an opinion? Me. <laughs> you're <laughs> shitting me. There's no way. Is that actually what won? Oh yeah, my god! Yeah. The best score like, and music winner. Yeah, that is insane. Like I, I never played Hades uh, or Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Uh, Last of Us Two. Like I get why that one will win. I don't. There's nothing there that. Uh, actually, no, because they did have that Pearl Jam guy. Um, it's Troy Baker, right? Troy Baker does, um... Yeah, Joel. Okay, yeah, so they made him sing, and so I'm like, okay, I guess there's an argument to be made there. Doom Eternal, even, I would say, had better music, but the Final Fantasy VII Remake, that just seems so lazy. Like, it's just like, hey, we resynced uh, some of these old songs. We didn't even get an orchestra, because that would have cost money and take effort. Um, so yeah, sure. Let's just give it to them. Uh, I don't know. That just seems weird to me, but like, not to say the songs are bad. Like, obviously that we all have feelings if like, well, I shouldn't say all of us, but people have played the original, but, um, it just seems like a one-off of pure nostalgia in my opinion. And you know, it's someone could make the debate and maybe even I would try that. It's like, is a remake of like songs that we listened to, I don't know, like feels like 18 years ago or 20 years ago. Uh, is that, you know, a new score, like best score for that year is just maybe because the award show didn't exist back then. This is kind of just more of a, 
Shout well, out to the original. They play they play loose with those rules, right? Because even technically yeah. Among Us didn't come out this year. Mm-hmm, yeah. And how many awards did that win, right? So yep, they won a few. But okay, guess, I'll let you keep going. Sorry. Curtis, did you want to say anything? The like the way to look at it, and this is kind of my mentality behind it, is the music has to fit what's happening. And so some of those songs, like if it makes you feel something, like you've got whatever, sure, let's talk the battle music. It it works for what you're doing. Like it's trying to amp the battle certain mm-hmm. sad parts like it makes sense i'm kind of salty that doom eternal didn't get it just because that music so heavily very pushes I, you yeah. yeah it wants very it's iconic too. Yeah. yeah so but yeah like it doesn't surprise feel like that particularly it's... strong about any of these honestly like there's not one that i'm like that should have won i'm just kind of like out of yeah, those games okay. doom eternal should have won Okay, You've well, it here one first. of us, and like, honestly, I just don't feel strongly enough to argue, so I'm going to just say, yeah, shit, Doom should have won. It got snubbed. <laughs> okay, continue on. Uh, best performance winner, uh, Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part 2. Games for Impact, which was an interesting category. They, I don't think, I think it's a new category that they introduced. I uh, went to Tell Me Why uh, by Don't Nod Entertainment, which is, uh, I like them. Best ongoing game winner. That one went to No Man's Sky, which I this one I agree with. I agree, I agree with, with it actually too because they they've probably gained more of a player base over time. Oh yeah, well, especially just from since the, all the fact fixes. that it finally went to Microsoft, right? Like, mm. uh, like now that you can play it on PC, Windows, uh, constant updates, and next gen free update, and that was pretty cool. Like it really upped the multiplayer. Uh, I don't know. I I, uh, I think out of all these, like Fortnite's always going to be Fortnite, and maybe that's mean for me to say, but I just think that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty, ongoing game, like for Warzone. Like I don't know. I feel like it's only going on season one or two now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Destiny two, maybe that one has the like, argument. And same with Apex. Like, not that I want Apex to like crunch like Fortnite always makes its people, but like same thing. They don't go through seasons that fast, so it's like. And have they really upped anything? Destiny would like be a little no iffy guy. too because the first light DLC just came out, so it wouldn't have been up for consideration. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, Destiny's definitely got better since the separation of Activision. So, that- but it also feels like every time they do a, an expansion, that's the only time some people come back. It's sure. not like some of the other games where you keep playing just because there's but seasons; like-, like it keeps them going. Mm-hmm. But that's like everything, right? Like we could say the same thing about World of Warcraft. Like they just got their new expansion. So guarantee you all the like lesser core, not hardcore, whatever you want to call them, are all going to come back, beat the expansion, and then peace out again. Yeah. Uh, okay. Best indie game winner. That went to Hades, which I think Curtis said he played that one, right? Yep. And so that one, I, I of all the games that were listed there, I haven't even played Hades yet, but it definitely, uh, from things I've heard about it, probably deserved it for sure you might be surprised but i have not played any of these games <laughs> not a single one did you try fall guys no i, I showed you, you, yeah, you, showed you. Yeah. <laughs> so i'm safe i'm safe i don't have the indie bug so yeah, i know what all those except for spirit fairer just from everyone how many people are championing this game i'm just gonna say it probably deserved it yeah if it didn't get game of the year i'm kind of glad it got best indie at least best mobile game went to among us which I don't know how they judge that. Are they just saying it's the better mobile game or like it's obviously not based off money, I don't think. Because Among Us is free on your phone. Best so. game accessible to mobile users. Yeah, probably. I guess so. Yeah. I think it's probably a, you know, a summation of like all those points. Mm-hmm. Bringing, you know, bringing people like, together. 
you know, is it fun? Is it work well? You know, how many downloads at the player base, I assume. Uh, so I wouldn't doubt that it kind of took everything in account. I mean, some people might have voted just blatantly like, ah, Among Us is fun. You know, that's yeah. my vote. <laughs> but either way, I'm happy Among Us won. Screw Call of Duty Mobile and how it probably rips the coins out of little children's pockets everywhere. Wow. Uh, Genshin Impact. I have nothing against it. It's just like, it's probably better on a mobile um the other and the other two i don't even know about <laughs> yeah I don't it's a know pokemon, a pokemon game is one of them too and i didn't even know about that one yeah i don't even I, I don't i feel like i'm not in the know for pokemon but like i don't even think i've heard of that but yeah whatever best community support winner i uh, went to fall guys ultimate knockout uh best vr ar game half-life alex which that oh, one kind of was a dead like, ringer the only dead one ringer. <laughs> Yeah, I heard Squadrons yeah. is actually pretty good. I don't think there's anything bad in that list, but just like Half-Life is like, it's kind of like Resident Evil 7 to me. It's a real VR game. Yeah. And that probably sounds like negative, but I'm just saying like it's a whole other level. Innovation in accessibility. Uh, this is a new category this year. Uh, that one went to The Last of Us Part 2, which I, I think we can all admit The Last of Us Part 2 had tons of accessibility options. For sure. I know a lot of Ubisoft games are all kind of getting more of those options, but I remember definitely with Last of Us having tons of accessibility options. Uh, we're getting into the bigger categories now. So we got best action game. That one went to Hades. What do you think about that one, Curtis? Because yes, Doom Eternal's up against that one. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm torn. I'm sad. I'm happy. No, in, in terms of the game, I think it is probably the better one. So I think it makes sense. Uh, looking at this list, I, I think it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Best action slash adventure game. That one went to Last of Us Part 2. Best RPG winner, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh my god. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm looking at the... Don't, don't the, get me wrong. This isn't the year for RPGs, clearly. No. Um, but Persona 5 Royal, I mean... I feel like that just got snubbed because it's royal, right? Like it's you're playing the same game until like the last ten minutes, uh, and then they add another what would you call it, like season or palace or whatever. But um, so I, I get why that one got looked over, even though in my opinion it would win uh, hands down. But like I'm looking at the rest, and I'm like Wasteland Three, like nobody talked about that. Genshin Impact's fine for a free to play. I'm I'm assuming I didn't put a lot of hours into it, but like I don't think that's going to be like. RPG of the year and same with like Yakuza like a dragon uh, I don't know it's a Yakuza game it's hard to get best RPG winner to Genshin Impact when the game isn't even done so yeah that's a good point too um, so I don't know like I feel like Final Fantasy won by default it might have won regardless like you could put any other game and maybe they would have voted for anyway in my opinion it it's weird I don't think it deserves the title but then in this list, though, I'm like, yeah, it's really, you know, again, I would have picked Persona 5, but yeah. I'm a fanboy. I'm super biased. So <laughs> I, I guess <laughs> I am kind of a fanboy too, Persona 5, but I felt like Royal added a lot. If you never played the original Persona 5 and you just played Royal versus Final Fantasy 7 Remake, I mean, oh, yeah. Royal, yeah. Royal, you're getting like 90 hours probably minimum of gameplay as opposed well, to Remake. Well, you're getting, you know, my argument always with the RPG, like, and it's my preference for sure, but it's just like, Royal lets you like do so much as an RPG, right? Like they mixed Pokemon with like another, like other RPGs and there's just such a blend and you can strategize totally different. You can build a different team with different personas and 
to just do all this crazy. I mean, hell, it's even a dating sim, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's just so much. And then you compare it to Final Fantasy VII Remake, which is so linear. Oh, my God. So linear. So boring. Even the freaking boss fights have to be played a certain way that they want you to play. And I, I just, in my opinion, that kind of stuff isn't a real good RPG. Like, if I have to play a game the exact way you want me to play it, like, I just don't think that's fun. Uh, I don't know. So that would be my argument between Persona 5 Royal and Final Fantasy 7 Remake. But you know, I guess it is what it is. Uh, okay, best fighting game. That one went to Mortal Kombat 11 based on that's awesome. that list. I'm kind of happy that they got I'm it. I'm happy with that, yeah. Uh, best family game, Animal Crossing. That sort of makes sense too. Yeah. Uh, best sim slash strategy game went to Microsoft Flight Simulator. I'm guessing they're choosing the <laughs> sim over the strategy. I think they just saw the sim in the name. They're like, that's the winner. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying it doesn't deserve it because I hear really good yeah. things. I just thought that was funny. Best sports slash racing game. Uh, went to Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, which I'm actually kind of happy about that one. I texted Steve about because I'm like, Tony Hawk beat FIFA and NBA. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, who's a cherry on top that it won. Suck it, EA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and best multiplayer game went to Among Us, which I can understand why. Call of Duty awesome. Warzone would be pretty close in my eyes, but yeah, mm-hmm. Among Us is just too fun. Some that we skipped was best game direction, best narrative winner, uh, best audio design winner. Those all went to The Last of Us Part 2. So we'll go into the big one, which was the game of the year winner, which we all successfully predicted was Last of Us Part 2. Wasn't that hard of a prediction? No, it wasn't. Um, I don't think it's... I don't know. I, again, it's just a preference thing, but Ghost of Tsushima, I just feel... Brilliant. Was... Yeah, it's just like, you know, if we're going to talk about art style, it succeeds way, in my opinion, way over Last of Us. I think the music was better. I think... Well, in my opinion, I thought the gameplay was better. Uh, there's just so many things. I'm like, Last of Us has a story, and you can sit on either side of the fence if you liked it or if you didn't like it. Um, but I just think... If we're going to argue that one point, fine. Like, let's say I even give Last of Us the point, which I don't, but let's say I do. I just think all the other cases for Ghost of Tsushima, it, it just really, it supersedes Last of Us in almost every way. Mm-hmm. Well, on the upside, the one that I actually think is more important, Ghost of Tsushima won the People's Choice or People's Voice, I don't know what they're calling it now, uh, award, which kind of tells you something. The, the people wanted... Ghost of Tsushima to win, which is what I think we all wanted to, for the most part. Yeah. No, G- Curtis said something else. You didn't say Ghost, did you? I think Curtis? I said Hades. You said Hades, yeah. Which which is perfectly fine choice too. But so I can see the argument. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, overall the the most of the awards, I don't think there was too many that were surprising to me. Uh, how about you guys? Not uh, really. No, I honestly think they were super easy to call on. <laughs> like looking at the list, I. I have a hard time believing anyone. I think you'd really have to overthink it to miss some of these predictions, really. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that all three of us guessed Last of Us 2 for best thing. Just And we not one of us thought it deserved it, no. but we just all <laughs> knew it was going to be. Yeah. And I never think that really speaks for how predictable the industry is getting lately. In addition to all of that, we also had all the big announcements from the Video Game Awards that night. 
Uh, we're just going to go through this quickly. If you guys have anything to say, say it. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep going until my mouth falls off because uh, we got a lot of announcements. So we're going to start. I believe this is all in order. So Sephiroth is coming to Smash Brothers. They'll definitely sell a couple more copies of Smash for sure. I mean, it makes me almost want to pick it up because then I can fight Sephiroth with Cloud and live a dream. Sea <laughs> uh, of Solitude is coming as a Nintendo Switch. Devolver announced a retro game called Loop Hero. She was revealed in as a tropical exploration game. The puzzle adventure Shady Part of Me is available now. Square Enix showed off gameplay of Near Replicant. Hood Outlaws and Legends released May releases May 10th for all of the traditional next gen things. Turtle Rock is back in a zombie game with Back for Blood. That that one well, I was like, this is Left for Dead 3. This is Left for Dead 3. Yeah, this is Left for yeah, Dead 3. Yeah, well it's the same people, right? Yeah. Like, but why don't they just call they, it Left for Dead 3? I guess it's not part of Valve. <laughs> yeah, Valve would go at them with a fist so big. <laughs> um so yeah, that one looked interesting I, I never liked those games but hey i will say the gameplay trailer i appreciate they finally figured out how to add aiming mechanics to a first person shooter <laughs> it's like oh you guys made it to the 1950s um perfect dark is coming back question mark with developer the initiative at the helm glenn schofield one of the minds behind dead space is making a new horror game called the callisto Pro- protocol didn't show much uh, that but one looked no it didn't show much but it looked good. right away as soon as i'm like watching it i'm like this is dead space. This is dead space. Yes, I said the same thing. Yeah. Like even the creatures look very similar. Yeah. We got a brand new look at Dragon Age's next game, and by a brand new look, they mean a pre-rendered CG trailer that showed nothing. Yep. So congratulations to Bioware. Congrats. Yeah. Full bright gone home. Tacoma is making a new game called Open Roads. You can drive through that cool Cyberpunk 2077 car in Forza Horizon 4. Disco Elysium's console version is coming to PS5, PS4, and PC in March with more stuff. And other platforms follow later. I didn't hear about this game, but this kind of actually looked good. Did you guys know about this game? I don't even... It won... I think it might have... No, it didn't win Game of the Year, but I think it got the most um, awards last year. Yeah, and I missed last year's show, and I'm like, this looks interesting, this game. I, it's not my style. Like, I don't like that the main character is like, you know, set in stone. There's no customization there. And then like, I I hear really good things about it. It just seemed hella PC to me. So I just didn't really ever get to it. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to play scavengers, the beta is available now. Warframe is getting some Unreal Tournament weapons. Hooray. Crimson Desert, uh, Crimson Desert was revealed. And it looks like an ambitious fantasy RPG. That was that a long trailer. Looked amazing. That was a long ass trailer. Yeah. Looked great though. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I'm interested in how that's an MMO, but um, I'm definitely going to be checking that out. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead the game launches in 2021. That was a surprise. I don't know what to make of it. Is it just a horde mode, surviving waves of things type game? That's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It feels something like that. We saw gameplay from Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War Season 1 content. Atmospheric adventure game called Season is coming to PS5. I texted you about that one just because it was, hey, PS5 exclusive something. <laughs> yeah, finally. There wasn't right. much about it, uh, but it was just exclusive. So, Not only was Arc 2 announced, but the game stars Vin Diesel. Uh, I believe I said before we started recording, it's the only time you'll see Vin Diesel with a six-pack. So congratulations, Vin Diesel. Super Meat Boy Forever is releasing this month. Fall Guys winter content looks pretty cute. I saw penguins. Uh, Jose Fares gave us a look at gameplay from It Takes Two. 
I believe this is the same people that made uh, a way out that me and Curtis played together. I played that with one of my friends too. Yeah, so I'm interested to see how that goes. I really did like the art style. Uh, I'm not big on like indies or like those kind of games usually, but the string stuff gave me Coraline feels, so mm-hmm. I might look into it. Fist stands for Forged in Shadow Torch. House Marquis Returnal, his PS5 on, I think that was supposed to be <laughs> hits. hits. Yeah. That is definitely not my fault for once. Uh, on March 19th, Evil West made its debut in a It's Got Vampire Hunting Cowboys. Interesting. I don't think I saw that one. Uh, Capcom released his new trailer for Monster Hunter Rise with a demo in January. Uh, Among Us is getting a new airship map. They didn't show much about the airship map. I mean, there's some new mechanics. It looks like there's a ladder you can go up and down, and there's a platform that kind of moves you around. A couple new kill animations. It looks good. Anything more for that game is great. So. Elite Dangerous Odyssey got new on-foot gameplay footage. Sega's turn-based Humankind releases in April. Outriders' new trailer focuses on survival. Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection was announced. Elder Scrolls Online is going to Oblivion. The League of Legends spinoff Ruin King had its gameplay, gameplay debut. Yep, Master Chief is coming to Fortnite and it is... Oh, and so is Blood Gulch. Uh, we got a tantalizing glimpse of next Mass Effect, uh, and it was a big surprise. Yay. Not really. It wasn't a surprise, but I liked, I'm yeah. I'm a big fan of Mass Effect, so anything more. And and the character they showed, too, I'm not sure if it... I imp- think that was supposed to be Femme. Oh, no, it wasn't. It was supposed to be... Uh, ah, I forget what her name was. Um, but she but was yeah, from the original uh, trilogy, wasn't it? Yeah, and that's why everyone is, I think, freaking out the most because they're like, they're not going to continue. It's funny that they already scrapped Andromeda. Eh? They're like, ah, we ch- gave you kind of not really a chance. Bye. Put yeah. down the puppy. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mind Andromeda. Too many people were like bitching about the stupid shit in the game. I, it had problems, but like I actually side with you. I'm not a Mass Effect fan by any stretch of the imaginations, but I played this one the longest. Yeah, they fixed their shit over time, so. Number two, Cyberpunk 2077 sales have already covered its costs. Uh, This one is from Game Informer as well. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 was originally revealed back in 2012, which means it's been eight years in development. Uh, In that time, it's, uh, you know, as you can imagine, it has uh, been costly. Very costly. Mm. Very, very costly. The news comes via Project Site in the form of a current report. Here's the most relevant excerpt. The management board of CD Projekt SA uh, with the registered office of Warsaw uh, hereby announced that the estimate licensing royalties receivable by the company in association with pre-order sales of Cyberpunk 2077 across all of its digital distribution channels have exceeded the sum of the following total development expenditures related to the game and the game marketing and promotional costs borne by the company either already occurred or anticipated for the remainder of 2020. What are your thoughts on that, boys? I Not a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of knew this game was going to be pretty big. Uh, you know, 8 million pre-orders, supposedly. Um, yeah, it's... I, I don't know how to feel about this because I still don't know how to feel about the game as a whole. Um, I mean, we've all barely scratched the surface of it. I, I feel like I'm the one with the most time in it, but even that, like, you know, it's hard to speak of when... Really, I'm only three hours in. Mm. And that's two playthroughs. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, two starts. But I just feel like this game, I don't want to say doesn't deserve it, but like, I do feel bad. I think if you have a PC 
you're going to have a really good time as long as it's a strong enough PC and you're still going to have issues though, apparently, uh, quite a few. And then on top of that, it's if you have original consoles and I'm, I mean like original last gen, like we're talking about PS4 base, Xbox one, then it seems like you really got screwed here. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, have you guys watched any of the videos from the base consoles? Uh, I haven't watched any of the base videos. I've just seen a lot of the articles and people saying how bad it is. And I mean, I mean, I fully suspect it's going to get better, but I don't know if it's going to get that much better for those people on the base systems. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Like, I mean, considering bugs, but performance, eh. considering how much even PCs are kind of struggling to play it, like you have to dumb down a bunch of settings even to be able to play 1080p at 60 or yeah but and yeah for the consoles i sent steve a, a text earlier showing him a picture of between i believe it was an xbox one x and a pc and it was literally night and day like the the lighting was mm. off everything looked just so wrong well one looked like a cg pre-rendered video it looked so good and then the other one just looks kind of like what we're used to from other games when you compare it to a CG render, like a pre-rendered video, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it might have actually been like a, a screenshot or something from one of their Night City Lives or whatever. Yeah, so it's just like, I don't know, it's, if that's true, like in that, like the guy claims it's right off of, I think he, what, did he specify that it was a 3080? I feel like he did, but um, he's trying to claim that it was re legitimate playing on a PC, and I'm like, well, if that's the difference, like that's, you know, that's the thing, like you were saying, it's on a Series X. Um, I think that was a 1X. Was it 1X? I, I think so. I mean, the main thing right now is uh, CD Projekt Red's going to be focusing on getting the game as stable as possible. So I'm sure we're going to be seeing tons of patches. I think, didn't you even say, Steve, that a new patch just came out on the consoles today? That jumped to 1.04? Yeah, yeah, it did. It was 17 gigs. Yeah. Right. So we're going to see a lot of that stuff happen. Curtis, the, the picture was uh, Series X. Oh, wow. Yeah, exactly. So it wasn't even a 1X. That's No, rough. it's... That's the problem is like the base ones have a bad time. The 1X and the PS4 Pro still aren't much better. And then even PS5s and Series Xs, like it's just... It's not what we were kind of promised. And uh, it is very disappointing. But you might have to wait until the Xbox and the PlayStation get their next-gen upgrades where you can actually get the ray tracing in there because it might... Is it actually just the lighting thing? Or... Yeah, I'm not too yeah. sure. Like, I don't know. From that picture, like, it looks like definitely more than lighting. It's textures. It's everything else. It's everything, yeah. Um, and I get it. Like, you're technically running a backwards-compatible version. But again, I, I feel like a lot of people are letting them off the hook by saying, like, hey, they'll fix it later. They got a good track record. Or, hey, like... This game, you know, it, it's so good that it has a hard time running backwards on these consoles. But, you know, we're not the ones that made them keep reminding us that these were PS4 and Xbox One game. Before anything else, they kept toting how it's a PS4 game. I just feel like a lot of people are letting them off the hook. I mean, I'm not the only one, obviously, like kind of going into the second bit of Cyberpunk news. Uh, review roundup on Metacritic right now. The PC is at a 90 uh, which is really good. Uh, I think only a few people gave it less, like, you know, Game Beats gave it like a 60. I believe GameSpot gave it a 7 out of 10. 
there's a few ones, but you know, traditionally high, but again, this is all PC and I, I do want to specify that the weird thing about this game is the embargo was only on PC. They gave no console codes out, which again is why I think I have a bad taste in my mouth is no one got to see the console versions before release date. And I'm pretty sure those Every, PC versions also didn't even have like a day zero or day one patch. They were just preview versions. I think they had a day zero, but not the day one. So it just seems like, you know, they gave, and I, even the review copies, like I'm hearing companies in the know, in the industry themselves, that are only getting like one PC code. So it seems very odd this whole thing is just very weird. I mean, it, and it seems downright dirty if you're hiding your console versions. Cause I mean, I know you're doing it for the business, but it's just, it's not very forthcoming. Yeah. I don't want to your intentions. I don't want to get like, let them off the hook, but I mean, looking at the prior Witcher games, they've been fairly successful in their patching of games. Like, like mm-hmm. the very first Witcher game, I think they had like, tons of updates and then they had like a witcher black edition which changed the whole game if i recall on pc and then like witcher 2 i don't know i never played witcher 3 when it first came out i think steve did did. was did you have issues in in the beginning honestly not really i I know there were bugs people talked about them but i played a lot of that game without many issues at all Mm -hmm. i was really impressed with it when it came out yeah I fully suspect it'll get there eventually, but yeah, it's like, it shouldn't be this bad. I think bad. that brings up the argument where it's like, and tell me how you feel about this, because I'm really bad at grasping at things that don't really relate uh, for an analogy, but like, I was trying to talk to my wife about it, like, she was wondering why I was so upset, and I said, A, I'm me, so I'm naturally upset all the time, <laughs> but then B, I, I'm like, you know, this would be not the same, but it's a little bit like if I went out right now to Walmart, and I pick up like a 4K Blu-ray of let's say it's Endgame, whatever. I buy it, I take it home, and I find out while watching it that certain chapters are just missing. And I'm not actually getting the thing I was promised. I paid for a broken Blu-ray. Well, that doesn't happen. You know, and like, but yet some reason the game industry constantly seems to be, especially this year more than ever, giving us broken things when they promise a full working game. And then they just on the premise that it's like, oh we'll we'll get to it eventually like you hang in there buddy i'm like well no you took my money already i want what the hell i paid for i mean these guys i don't want to i don't want to kind of let them off the hook but they've also delayed the game how many times and i feel like they would get absolutely slaughtered if they actually delayed it again to try to make sure that everything actually worked to an actual acceptable standard but then does that fall on us to take that responsibility because they're scared of their shareholders you know, like that, that'd be my counter argument where it's like, why are we sent to the slaughter just so they can save bank? You know, like you guys made a promise to the people and like, and it's not like, I, I feel like maybe I'm over exaggerating, but like, we're talking about the people that kept putting out Night City Wire events, kept putting out like, you know, whoa, this is what it's going to look like on your Series X and your, your PS5 and all these promises. And they, like, I feel like, you know, a lot of people are getting told that they overhyped this game, but honestly, like they overhyped this game, especially if you knew is this broken. Like, I think me and you talked about this, Curtis. What the hell did this game look like in April? 
when it was you know, originally supposed to come out. Yeah, that's kind of the concern, but also it's like... Was it just Pong? <laughs> like, was it two <laughs> sticks and a ball? Like, I, I don't understand what they've been doing for eight years since they advertised this game. Well, I also think, and we had talked about this before as well, that I don't think they should have made it available to all the platforms. Like, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna make sure that it looks good, you want to make sure you have all that good-looking tech, and then you're not getting shafted. You should have just made it a next-gen only game. Like, yeah, you'd lose yeah. a lot of customers because you're the PS4, the Xbox One customers wouldn't get it anymore. But at least what you're actually advertising is what they should get. But it's not like the fr- and like I feel like people might have been mad at first, but I agree with you. I think that would have been the smarter move here. Only because, like, you know, it wouldn't be the only game that's ever done this, too. Like, I don't know if anyone remembers, but Final Fantasy 15 was supposed to be, what, a PS3 game? So, I mean, like, it wouldn't be the first time ever. You're talking that, about when they had that like, other name. Was it Versus or whatever or something? Yeah. that was, Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. But that was a totally so different that game. So that came out on PS4, and, or, and then, like, it was fine. And they updated the hell out of it. It looked good when it came out on the PS4 arguably looks better than this <laughs> like on wow. the ps4 wow really like other than side characters Final fantasy 15 looks pretty good yeah but yeah like i don't know i just have mixed feelings you know to kind of help make my point here too and mind you this is metacritic so you know take it with a grain of salt but as i was telling you before um i believe the metacritic for the pc uh was the nine out of or 90 and then the user score is a mixed 6.1. Not so surprising. We got 590 positive, 88 mixed, and 541 negative. Um, and that's for PC. So now let us have a good time and let's go to the PS4. PS4 only has one review currently uh, in the critic comment um, section, and it's sitting at a 35. Nice. Uh, so that's one negative. And then user reviews, we have 62 positive. 30 mixed and 677 negative. It is currently sitting at a 1.9 user score on Metacritic. <laughs> so I'm not alone. Do I think that's totally fair? Maybe not. But again, they hype this to like, you know, we're talking about eight years of advertising for this game. Um, so I, anytime the game takes that long, like, and you talked about it, like, that's the thing. They chose to talk about this game and put it out there for eight years. Uh, I just feel like they kind of did this to themselves. I mean, don't get me wrong. We already just talked about they recoup their costs. So maybe they're laughing it off. I don't know. Uh, but it just seems like they got a lot of work to do. I honestly. don't I don't think they did it to themselves, though. Like, I don't I don't want to say that the people who have the lesser consoles got, you know, shafted because if they're watching those Night City wires and seeing what's that's those are usually PC builds. You can't ever say that a PS4 is going to be the same as a current gen pc now yeah but they also never want like told us that you're going to get a broken garbage heap either but if they're pushing all those fancy tech like you know that console can't do it so it's not going to look the same yeah but even like you know i'd say like wasn't the last two or three weeks they released what it's going to look like on ps4 and i don't think it ever in those videos looked as bad as i'm seeing online not to mention it hid all those glitches, obviously. And the like the I don't know, it just seems to not it takes forever to get like a texture to appear, it seems like that's another huge problem. Uh, especially for the base console uh, versions. I mean, you'll see people with go from looking like they came from PS1 
and then taking like a good 30 seconds until they pop back to like, oh, okay, we're PS4, not PS1. So I don't know. Take it with what you are. I, I feel like, um, you know, I'm always harder on things. Uh, I just really wanted to have a good first impression of this game. And, you know, I've already seen, I've had quest bugs that have stopped me from being able to complete a, a quest already in the first hour of the game. I had to reset the console uh, just to get the quest to continue. Um, I'm seeing glitch background glitches, very minor things, but you know, people popping in, in the backgrounds and just suddenly walking to whatever direction. Uh, yeah, like there's already bugs for me. And apparently I'm playing one of the better things like PS five versions, at least run better. Do I still have the texture issues? Absolutely. Uh, and some characters just look bad. You know, your best friend, Jackie, his hands have no detail whatsoever it's very off-putting looks like he's got adult hands but with baby skin on them <laughs> it's it's definitely very off-putting um but yeah i don't know that that's just my take on it like i feel like chris uh you might have a different take like i don't know um i mean i think we'll all have better understanding in in next week's recording because i'm pretty sure as much as all the issues we're hearing about i think we're all going to be playing the shit out of this game probably this week so uh I mean, it's. I mean, right now it's breaking Steam records. It's got over a million con- concurrent players. So it's it's regardless of all the issues, people are still playing it. Um, the only people that might be kind of fed up are probably going to be the, like the PS4 owners or the uh, Xbox One people. So I mean, I, I, I'm gonna hold my judgment back a little bit. Obviously, the initial impressions are disappointing. But if they're still pumping up out updates and it's only day two, um, they're obviously trying to go full steam on trying to get it stable. So mm-hmm. I, I don't. But then, I, are you saying that, in your opinion, like this is my question? Are you saying, in your opinion, that it's acceptable to release a game? No, no, like, not 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 in this particular case. Not after eight, eight years of development. Uh, I agree with you. I think they set the bar rather high for themselves. I mean, they probably had an audience of people that were wanting them to set the bar high, which pushed it probably to that level. But um, it shouldn't have been this bad from what I'm hearing. So I don't know. Yeah, it's disappointing. It's not really acceptable. There should be some bugs and glitches, but I mean, uh, hopefully it'll all be patched out within a week or two. But yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just the big number of issues. I'm I'm a little scared it's going to take more than like, a couple of weeks you know are we looking at a marvel's avengers or anthem here like i don't know um well i think it's already better yeah the, the 30 minutes i played i think it's already better than the- <laughs> 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 if you want to compare you know apples to stones <laughs> okay so that, i think that's it i mean curtis did you have any feelings like maybe i'll ask you the same question like do you think this is an acceptable way to release a game um and do you think there's a path to redemption if you're trying to release it to multiple platforms, no. Like there's there's no way that you could say that it's a finished product. It shouldn't have seen the light of day quite yet. But like I said before, if they delayed again, they would have been just shit on completely. And you'd probably mm-hmm. piss off a lot of your fans. So I I do kind of remember playing The Witcher 3 when it came out, and I had a few problems with it. Even Witcher 2, when I played it, there was a few issues. And playing it now, it is a completely different game. Like, it's fixed, it's perfect. But I don't think it's going to take a week. It's probably going to take a lot longer. Otherwise, I feel like they would have done a lot of it already. Well, who knows? Maybe by the time your next-gen versions come out, 
maybe it'll be better because if those come out and you're playing it on your PS5, you turn on ray tracing and you drop down to 20 frames, I'm sure you're just going to be flying off the handle. Mm -hmm. I think this game will be bringing people back to it too quite often, especially if they slowly add multiplayer and stuff. I think you're always going to have people kind of fluctuating. Oh yeah, that is the thing too. Well, and that's my thing. I, I don't know. My my bigger problem, I think, and why I'm so down is just you only get one first impression. My first impression's been pretty subpar. Okay, going on to number three. Sony confirms Crunchyroll acquisition for $1.175 billion. This one comes from Game Informer as well. And uh, yeah, like we talked about in previous episodes, uh, Sony finally did the big move and they acquired Crunchyroll. Uh, I'm... All for this, and I don't know about you guys. Like, I don't think Curtis is not an avid anime watcher, so I don't think it's uh, really going to revolutionize his life. But what about you, Chris? Are you excited? Uh, I'm a little excited. I'm still pretty new to the anime world for sure. Um, most of mine has just been through Netflix, I guess, probably, which is I know significantly less than these services. But uh, I think it's big, it's definitely a big deal, that's for sure. Yeah, I, I like the fact that. You know, I don't have to. Well, the dream is I won't have to pay for both of these. Uh, Crunchyroll's really stepped up its game in the last, like, I, I want to say, like, year, year and a half. Like, they got a lot of exclusive originals right now. Um, and now they're getting more into the dub scene. So I'm really excited about that. I was going to say Funimation's uh, a little bit better on the dubbing, right? As opposed to the. Usually, but yeah, like, I don't know what's been going on, but Crunchyroll's, I actually just found in quite a few shows right now that they dubbed. And I was just like, oh, really? I'm like, Crunchyroll is always bad for having dubs and like don't get me wrong there's always people that are like oh you watch a dub like you know shame on you yeah. and I just say don't ki- don't kink shame me bro like I like you know sometimes you're doing stuff in the background yeah you, know, you can't be watching subtitles. yeah no I got you for sure I, I totally see the agreement or the sorry the the argument where it's like the the original voice actors in my opinion traditionally are better um so, like, I, I see the point there. It's just, yeah, you don't always have the free arms to look around and read that subtitles. And I feel like sometimes, like, the beautiful animes, you're missing a lot. I'm curious, too, if in a year or two, the services will combine. That's my... I really hope so. I really hope so. That'd be so. interesting. It definitely won't be right away. It's not going to be a Switch. But in a couple of years, mm. they could combine services. I could easily see that. Yeah, no, this seems like good news. Uh, expensive news for Sony, but hopefully it's worth it in the end. I think so. Number four, the final one we're going to talk about November 2020's NPD uh, statement here. We got a new set of games that made the top list. So I figure we just can talk about that. And uh, yeah, we'll start with number 20, Ghost of Tsushima. So in November, we got uh, Tsushima still made the cut, which is pretty awesome. Down for number 12. Yeah, that's uh, a big hit, but we had a lot of new games, so it's not too bad. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, it must be because of the character packs, but it's up to 19, f- which is actually a rise from last week, only being 24. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. Marvel's Avengers uh, dropped again. Uh, it, now it's 18 from last week or last month being 14. Uh, Super Smash Brothers, uh, 17 from uh, for last month was 15. Uh, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit is 16, uh, was 5, so that's a huge drop. Luigi's Mansion is 15 from 26, so that increased, oddly. New Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe is 14 from 20. 
Uh, then we got our first new game of the month. Uh, number 13 spot is Just Dance 2021. Are you guys excited or what? <laughs> yeah, that's a Does per- it make per- you feel new- like dancing? Yeah. It's a, it's a popular Just series. Dance, I think Just Dance was one of the last games that actually released on the Wii. Just a little fun fact. I thought they kept making them like way after the Wii's life cycle. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 12 is Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Uh, dropped down from 6. Then number 11, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. That one stayed the same, 11. And then another new one, one that's dear to my heart. Number 10 is Demon Souls. Uh, rightfully so. I think good on it. Uh, ha- probably a lot of new players that maybe haven't experienced that. So I imagine a lot of broken controllers. Number 9, FIFA 21. Dropped from the number 1 spot last month to number 9. Uh, number 8 is Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's a pretty substantial. Uh, number eight is Animal Crossing: New Horizons. Not a major drop. It went from good on Animal Crossing seven to now eight. That's good on them. Yeah, like it's been game, around for a while. That game prints money yeah. as a pastime. You know, impressive. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion is number seven, and that dropped from number three. Number six is a new one, and I'm surprised it actually didn't go higher. But number six is Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. So that was interesting. Uh, another spike actually. Number five is NBA 2K21. Uh, shot up from 13. Number four is Madden NFL 21. So that was number two last month. Number three, another new one. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Uh, awesome. I'm so happy it made number three. Uh, number two, another new game. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's a huge one. I, I heard it did amazing in the UK. And then number one, like nobody's surprised, but Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Mm. Uh, Activision takes its crown as always. And uh, that is your list for November. What do you guys think about that list? Makes sense to you? Yeah. Unsurprising. It, it makes sense to me. I mean, I'm not in the loop on Nintendo games that much. I mean, I'm in the loop about like, I guess, new ones. So those ones don't surprise me. Some of the older ones, maybe a little bit, but. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the reasons some of them rose from last month is because maybe Christmas sales. Could be, could mm. be, yeah. Buying it for their little children's. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that is it for our news articles. Uh, not many news articles, but very lengthy ones nonetheless. So we are going to move on to homework. What is homework? Homework's when I get the news articles that couldn't quite fit in the timely manner we like so much of the normal show. So I just give you a little point and a nod to the sites where you can educate yourself on some things that I thought were interesting. Uh, so we're going to start with number one for homework. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales gets performance mode with ray tracing on PS5. So this one's from Game Informer, and it just touches on a new performance mode that apparently will still be at 60 frames per second, but also allow you to see ray tracing at the same time. Uh, I definitely want to try this out. They won't talk about resolution for some reason, but um, I'm interested in where it actually is sitting, but I'm going to try it out like either way. Yeah, so I'm interested in that. Uh, Moving on to the second one, also from Game Informer. PlayStation upcoming game trailer confirms Project Athia's timed exclusivity period. So we found out this week that Project Athia wasn't just built for the ground up on PS5, but apparently built for everything. And the exclusivity will last two years. Um, Pretty substantial time exclusive date on that one. Uh, Usually we kind of hear about what, like one year? Are you guys excited for this? I think it was one game that was I was interested in when I first saw the the teaser trailers for it. So it looked good. I have a PS5. That's so the one thing I I'll could say. It. 
Yeah. Uh, moving on to the third piece of homework. This also comes from Game Informer. Uh, we have news that Prince of Persia, the Sands of Time remake, is going to be delayed for another two months. Uh, so that will now move the date to March 18th, 2021. Um, yeah, that's fine. Got lots of backlog of games. So it's not too urgent by any standards. I don't think it's anything that was really like people were waiting for. Like, I think it will be a fun game to try if, like you said, if we finish our backlogs, but mm-hmm. not much. Um, and then the final article comes from Destructoid. It looks like Assassin's Creed Valhalla has another major patch on the way coming next week. Uh, we don't have a specific date. Uh, they didn't really specify what's going to be patching, uh, but the last update uh, apparently fixed more than 100 different problems in the game, so I suspect we'll be seeing a lot more of that. I cannot wait. Hopefully it's... Uh Finally going to check that V-Sync box in the settings. <laughs> That's all I can say. I, and I don't know. Like, I feel like I burnt myself out on it. I, I went really hard. You know, I did 46 hours in like two or three days and uh, burnt myself out on it for now. I, I do want to go back at some point. I was enjoying myself. Uh, you know, there's gripes with it as I have with anything, but I still think it's just a great little game in the background. Like, I, I don't have to take it too serious. I, you know, it's never going to be my game of the year, probably, but it's always just a good time. So, yeah, that's all our homework for this week. So we're just going to carry forward with the ending of the show. Before we end it, though, I, I do want to say I think we're all going to touch a little more on Cyberpunk, have a little more probably conclusive answer of what our feelings are. Um, and then, yeah, we can talk about that next week. But until then, well, we are all signing off until next Monday. Bye. 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 Another burger pops up. This is a conspiracy. It's There's a McDonald's between his legs. <laughs> you can drive through that cool Cyberpunk 2077 car in Horizon. Wow, Forza Horizon 4? <laughs> Horizon Forza Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and there's a car. It's like, she hunts dinosaurs in her battle car. <laughs> Uh, Bando Napco, Bandai Napco, Namco, Namco, Napkin, Napkin, is it, uh, Bandai Napkin? Bandai Napkin, Bandai, um, Bandai Namco, showed off a trailer for Scarlet Nexus, 